Next on BYU Sports Nation, Team Taysom, Team Tanner, Team BYU. What Hill, Mangum, and Satake said about the QB situation after day one. BYU beast Bronson Kafusi is in studio to break down his combine performance and who's showing interest. Plus, Blaine Fowler on the QB battle, Tijon Karoma, and BYU hoops. And Jimmer, let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Yo, what up? BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Wednesday, March 2nd. Jerem Jordan alongside, it's been too long, Brian Logan. Holla at your boy. It's been a while. I think you and I haven't done a show together since, like, December. Since. I'm serious. Since Pac died, man. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been so long. I'm happy to be back. I'm, it's. I, I walked in and I was like, whoa, we got new chairs. Have I been? We do have new chairs. Have this I been gone two. that yeah. long? Yeah. Everything is just new, but. Uh, yeah, everything's brand, everything you see here was here before, except yeah, for the chairs. The chairs, yeah. I, I don't, I, uh, what do you think of the chairs? Dude, you, they're, you they go, are. You go up pretty high, to They be, to are be honest. so comfortable, but I can't go up any higher, so I'm yeah. like extra short right now. That's. This is a problem you've been yeah, battling for a long time. Insecurity, or not. I've dealt with these insecurities. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I've, I, I squashed them in sixth grade, but they're starting yeah, to... I'm sorry. I, I, I wanted to honestly, sincerely ask you if you can lower your chair. Do you want me to lower my chair right I now? W- yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll work on it. I appreciate that, man. But I, I again... Is that, that enough? Did I was embarrassed. I was, this is where my insecurities come out. I was, I was insecure back. to ask you to, to lower it, so I appreciate that. I just, I just did. We're good. Thanks. We're thanks. good. Hey, someone... Let us know when we're on the air for real. Oh, we are right now. Oh, okay. Hey, you're back. It's great to have you back. You know who else was back at practice yesterday? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was back at practice. We talked about it yesterday. We're going to break it down more today, which brings us to an early Twitter question. How does Taysom Hill participating in spring ball change your expectations for him? Hmm. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We'll break this down. At Dan Credits. Doesn't change my expectations, just worries me that he's not letting his leg heal properly. He used the hashtag BYUSN, weigh in on that question. What do you think of that? I, I think that is a legit response hmm. um, and, and, and concern. Um, you look at a guy that has multiple injuries and, hey, man, it's spring right now. We don't need you right now, homie. Take your time. Relax. But, hey, you know, Taysom is a competitor. He's shown time and time again that he's exceeded expectations of coming back. Um, sooner than what we thought, so I think he's just right on track for that. I don't. I, that that is a concern, but given the the previous history, I think he's going to be okay. Use the hashtag BYUSN weighing on that Twitter question. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines: Spring football practice number one is in the books. No practice today. Starting lineman Travis Tuiloma and Kyle Johnson will sit out spring with injuries. Uh, those injuries weren't disclosed at uh, practice. Francis Bernard told BYU Sports Nation yesterday that BYU ran a 4-3 on defense. They mm. typically run a 3-4, so that's a big difference. And Jamal Williams spoke for the first time. More from Jamal, lots from Jamal, coming up later in the show. We'll hear his comments. But starting center Tijon Karoma wasn't at practice yesterday. Here's what Kalani Satake said about his absence. Um, you talked to, talk to somebody else about that. I'm, I'm more concerned about what we're doing as a team. Taki later commented on if he expects to have Tijon in spring football at all. That's up to him. You know, I, I know that uh, we care about him and, and we want what's best for him. So that's, that's up to him. So we don't know why he's not there, but this is a big deal, I think, that Tijon Karoma is not there. 
Yeah, it definitely is, especially when you're trying to implement a new offense. And, you know, we heard so many times from uh, Coach and I and, and his offensive staff, you know, how T. John really makes the entire offense uh, run, right, um, as, as far as being that anchor and being able to call the right plays and, and audibles to get the guys in the right spot. So, uh, yeah, hopefully he can come back soon. Uh, moving on, second-ranked men's volleyball plays a rare midweek game tonight at seventh-ranked Hawaii. The Cougars have won 30 sets in a row during the school record 10-match sweep streak. I went down even more. I, I'm trying to raise back up now. I'm no, having, I'm having man, pro- you can't go back up. <laughs> Come having, on, dude. I'm having problems. I thought you were a Bob. It's super. You were a Bob at first. <laughs> I'm I, at the same level. You're I just a, a bow right now. Hey, Jimmer Fredette's 10-day contract expires today. Uh... Ian Beagley, Begley, I'm not sure how to say his name with the uh, New York Knicks, uh, covers ESPN. He, you can say whatever you want, man. It's, okay. It's fine. He, he said that uh, the Knicks are not expected to re-sign Jimmer uh, to a 10-day contract. So last night, uh, Jimmer made four or five free throws in three minutes of play, got a couple of free throws with .8 seconds left, and uh, fouled by Miles Leonard, who didn't really appreciate it, then apologized later hey, on Twitter. At least he got some points in, though, man. Shoot. <laughs> okay, you, you ain't signed me back, but I'm, it's good. I, I got some... I got some, some uh, Time to shine, I guess. I'm still doing what I do. So we expect him to uh, go back to the Westchester Knicks. That's the expectation right now. Yep. Track and field news. Three Cougars qualified for the NCAA championships next weekend. Zach Blackham in the high jump, as well as Shea Collinsworth and Shaq Walker in the 800. Congrats to those guys. Let's get going. Rise and shout. It's time for what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Day one in the books. There's lots to discuss from day one of spring football, so let's jump right into it. Taysom Hill, as mentioned, was at practice. He participated in the quarterback drills. Here's what he had to say about his current health situation. Man, I'm I'm nowhere nowhere close to, you know, 100. I I can't give you a number. I will tell you that I started jogging on dry land for, been doing that for two weeks now. So uh, that can give you an idea. So he's jogging. That's jogging. good to know. But he's nowhere. on dry land. Dry land on dry land, as opposed to jogging on water. That would be mm-hmm. difficult. But Underwa- I know underwater. Tre- I know underwater I know. treadmills. I know. Jerem. He's no Come Peter. On. He's no Peter. You know what I'm saying? Cool man. But is the quarterback competition? A lot of the conversation after practice was, is it dividing the team? Here's what Tanner Mangum had to say about that. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a competition, and that's fine. You know, every team has that, and but that doesn't mean it has to be divisive. You know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. You know, there's a mutual respect there, and we're both competitors, we're both both fighters, but at the same time, we're playing for the same team. Uh, this is not Team Taysom or Team Tanner; it's BYU. Hmm, that sounds like Twilight or something. Yes, yes. Does it not? Yes, yes. It's not Team Tanner. It's not Team Taysom. It's BYU. You can't choose. You have to choose. You can't. There. You can't be on the fence. You got to pick one. You're one saying you got to pick one or the other, man. Okay, let's break that down in a moment. Before before we get into that, let's hear what Taysom Hill had to say about that issue as well. Yeah, look, I, I think all these conversations, right, is is the outside looking in, and, and but there, there's no issues, right? And um, there will be a lot of conversations about it, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I, I don't feel anything like that, and you know, take that for what it's worth. For what it's worth, I think is a lot because BYU fans are wondering who's going to be the starting quarterback. I know that tomorrow marks six months. There's a long ways to go. BYU's not going to name a starter out of spring. They might not even name it the first couple weeks of fall. But you say, Brian, that you have to pick Team Tanner and Team Taysom? Is I that th- what you're saying? Yeah, I think, I think so. I mean, I, I, But not now, right? Not, Later? Not, not now. Um, I mean, it, it definitely before. I would like to have a starter named 
um, I would say midway through through camp. Okay, I, that's, so that, we're, I, that's we're ways off. Yeah, way way we're, off, way way off. But speak to this as a former player who was in uh, on the roster when there was a quarterback competition between Riley Nelson and Jake Heaps. Did that divide the team? It's because Tanner's saying it is not dividing the team right now. So so what I love about this current situation now. These guys have addressed the elephant in the room, right? They they're calling day it day one of spring ball. Day one, they're calling it like it is. Hey, this is a competition, ladies and gentlemen. Get on board. Buckle up. Buckle up. We're going for a ride. Let the best man win. And and, and I think that's the difference with uh, this situation compared to my situation in 2010 with Jake Heapson and Riley Nelson. Uh, I, I think a lot of the guys in the locker room and during uh, winter conditioning, we were, man, we were so excited. Like, oh, we got a freshman coming in with the lead eight, all this stuff. Ah, Ziggy's, yeah, all this stuff. This is going to be fun, man. This is going to be exciting. We're you not going to be You mean bored. Iggy's, not Ziggy's, but yeah. Ziggy I, could open a restaurant. I was thinking about Ziggy. <laughs> Ziggy could open up a restaurant Ziggy, called Ziggy's. I thought, he, I thought he's going to Compete open with up. Iggy's. That's what it is. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, uh, we were excited. And, and then we get into the first week. And of, I, is this fall of, or spring? Of, of, of spring ball. Okay. This is spring ball. And of 2010. I, yep, of, yep, 2010. I'm talking to the media. I remember uh, Matt Reynolds talking to the media about who he liked at the quarterback position, some of the strengths, some of the weaknesses. And then the very next day or a couple days later, Coach Mendenhall comes in and he says, hey, look, we're not talking about this anymore. Uh, anytime a, somebody from the media asks uh, questions regarding quarterbacks, we don't talk about quarterbacks. We let them do what they got to do, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, oh, my. Oh my gosh! What what, what happened? I, I, this is a this is a this is a competition. This this is a competition. I thought this was a competition, Coach. Is this is this a controversy? Did you you just made this a controversy? Now man. there's a difference between competition and controversy. Yeah, it, and, it, there is. Now it will get awkward if the, those same line of questions are asked related to Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum. Here's the thing, though: we didn't have any clue about Jake Heaps. We right. didn't have any, you you watch high school. Yep, Riley Nelson. Had played, uh, you know, the 2011 season. Been a starter. Actually, won 10 games in mm-hmm. that season. Yep. Sorry, that no, that was later. Sorry. No, we didn't know either. We didn't know anything. No, You're we, right. No, we, knew we didn't know anything. So in this one, it feels different. It really feels different. Yeah. You don't have the kid straight out of high school. You don't have the backup guy. You have yep. two guys that have started like full seasons and, and for have BYU. Won, have won games and won a bunch of bunch per, of games. Per, definitely proven. Definitely could could start play at a, a lot of other schools. But but the fact that these guys. This is where the, the healthy part comes in. Mm-hmm. They, they say, hey, look, th- we're, n- we're still going to be friends outside of school. Like, if, I, if, I, if he trips on the sidewalk, I'm not going to look down on him. <laughs> I'm going I'm to help him out. But on the, on the field, yeah, this, I mean, he is my competition. I don't want to sit on the bench. You know, I, I, I don't at all. And I can see where Coach Mendenhall was coming from. Hey, you know, with, with quarterbacks and their egos and, 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 and their mindsets, you know, you do got to be – they're delicate flowers. But at the same time, that would pump me up if I'm Riley and I hear, you know, Matt, Matt Reynolds or Brian Logan talk, you know, ab- about Jake Heaps. I'm like, well, shoot, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm studying. I'm not sitting on the bench. I'll, I'll do whatever I have to do. And then, by the way, when I get to practice the next day, I'm targeting Brian Logan the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going after him all day, double moves whatever the case is. And so the, the, the point I'm trying to make is, is that 
they, they, they addressed the elephant in the room. They said, look, this is going to be very healthy, but we're still going to work our, our butts off and help each other out and let the best man win. I think that the fact that these are two return missionaries makes a difference. I think the fact that they have both started season makes a difference. I think the fact that they were on the same team last year made a difference. Riley Nelson and Jake hadn't, yeah. Heaps hadn't been on the same team before. Yeah. And they were totally different players. Yeah. Tanner and Taysom, although different players, are way more similar than Riley and Jake were at the time. So I think that, I think that there is value in, in um, seeing how it affected the team at the time. But I think the personnel involved, not even close. Well, I'll do, right? you, I'll do you one even better. Mm. Uh, before, you know, Bronco kind of made that, that statement, those were, they were both my homies. You know, I love, I love both of them. I like both of them. I mean, I was at the time leaning a little bit towards Team Jake, right, until he took a snap. Uh, then it was different. But, <laughs> but when, when, when Coach made that, that, that statement, it kind of opened my eyes, and I said, huh, wow. Oh, wow, maybe, th- maybe this is a, a controversy, right, because you're, you're telling us not to talk about it. I, I almost felt that I had to pick side, pick a side, right? Prior to that, mm. I felt that, hey, this is fun. This is fun, man. This is sports, football. This is what we, this is what we do. This competition is, what we, is competition healthy. Competition is healthy. Yeah, yeah. That's what we live for. And then when, when, it, when, when, when he said that, my mindset changed, and I said, huh, okay, I guess I, uh, Team Jake then, I guess. And then I was Team Riley. You were that Riley way got in hurt and Twilight as well. I was just Crazy. Team Defense after that. So <laughs> The mm. bottom line with this whole thing is the, the uh, health taste meal because if he's not healthy – there's no competition. Here's what Kalani Satake said about his role with Taysom Hill's health. Yeah, I, th- I think that his presence is, is huge for us right now. And he's, I mean, he wants to do a lot more, but, you know, we have to just... I think that was one, my number one job is to make sure that Taysom's not doing too much, you know, because so, he just wants to do it. It's natural for him to want to get in there and, and go. We've, we've got a long time to discuss this and other things with spring football. And it all depends on the health of Taysom Hill, which is our Twitter question today. How does Taysom Hill participating in spring ball change your expectations for him at our Greenhawn? New coaching staff means new schemes. Jamal is back and Taysom is back. What else do you want? What else do you want? <laughs> gushers. Yeah, exactly. Frozen gummies. You always want gushers. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Uh, I kind of transitioned to frozen gummy bears. Oh, that's interesting. Right, next up, Bronson Kafusi. How did he show at the NFL Combine and who's reaching out to him? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Conversations happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYUSN. Starting tomorrow, BYU Sports Nation will be taking the show on the road to the WCC tourney in Las Vegas. Kind of sad that I'm not a part of that. Uh, It's WCC Hoops and BYU Sports Nation together in Vegas. (laughs) But wait there's more, not including myself because I didn't get that invite. Uh, we you will be come. doing. Not a, for you. We will be doing a special when I and when I mean we. Uh, BYU Sports yeah, Nation. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Who read this? Isn't it? Who, we'll be doing that? a special Saturday show <laughs> at twelve Eastern. Make sure to tune in and watch myself not on set. Yeah. Yeah, way to, way to kill that vibe. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Our Twitter question today, <laughs> how does Taysom Hill participating in spring ball change your expectations for him? At Twiggerstone, the team's ability to gain trust and chemistry with the new, new staff, if that happens, then the rest should fall into place. At GP Short, mm-hmm. GP Short is uh, Greg Short. He's the uh, pilot, uh, air, airline pilot for Southwest that gave St. Oh, Mary's okay, a hard okay, time. Okay, you know okay, what I'm talking yeah. about? He's in Hawaii to watch the men's volleyball team right now. Nice. TM plus TH equals no QB controversy. A stable of full horses in the backfield. 
Hmm. Plus those running backs. That's pretty good. That's pretty that's nice, good. That's a nice equation right there. Absolutely. Science. Now, <laughs> it's science. Now joining us in studio is Bronson Kafusi, who was uh, in Indianapolis just a couple days ago at the NFL Combine. I believe it was Sunday uh, when you actually uh, did a lot of that stuff. But you were there for a couple days. Welcome back to Studio B, man. Hey, thanks. Good to be back. What was that experience like, uh, running around in your underwear in front of everybody? <laughs> well, you run faster, so it, <laughs> it works. <laughs> no, it was great. No, I had a great experience. Uh, cool to be there, um, you know, once in a lifetime. So just try to make the most of it. Yeah, how well do you feel you performed? I felt like I definitely held myself, uh, and uh, I felt like you know I I, sh- I showed some things that the you know scouts and NFL teams you know wanted to see. What What were some of those things? Uh, I think you know I mean just one thing uh, they wanted to see a big guy that can move. I, I weighed in you know two eighty five and Ooh. and I was you know running the linebacker drill, so it was it was great to be able to showcase you know you know. Those basketball feet. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> you tell Corbin about that. You're like, hey, check out these feet. Nah, yeah, no, yeah, for real. <laughs> so, what's what's the, the the talk with NFL scouts um, regarding a, a you being a three four system and, and transferring to maybe a four three? You know, linebacker, D line. What are the plans for you at the next level? Uh, I mean, they know I can play both. I'm pretty versatile, so. Uh, you know, they've said, okay, you can be a DN in a 3-4, you can get bigger, mm-hmm. you know, about 300. Or, you know, you can, you know, be about 265 and play that outside backer and in the 3-4. <laughs> or in the 4-3, you could play the 5-tech. Or you could even get bigger and play the 3-tech. So okay. it's kind of just whatever wow. they want, I'm going gonna, gonna to do it. So it, it, that will depend on what team drafts you and what they want to do with you ultimately? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of a weird idea to be like, I might have to gain 15 pounds or lose 20 depending yeah. on what happens, right? Is that weird for, yeah. your, for your diet? Uh, you know, for me, no, because that's kind of what I did here. You know, my body uh, responds well to your training, eating, not eat, eating less. So getting, what's your preference? Getting 300, though. Uh, yeah. Pounds, that, have you ever been 300? Close yeah. Yeah. On my right. mission, I was 300. Oh, <laughs> in, in New Zealand, you got up to 300? Got up to 300 what on about my mission. Wife? What does she feel about that? Uh, oh, <laughs> hey, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it might be bigger, but it's worth it, yeah, you know. Yeah, you'll be able to afford more of those groceries, <laughs> I think, in, in a couple of months, right? What's What's it like knowing that... Uh, um, I mean, there's there's a possibility. You worked your whole life for the potential to be a millionaire in a couple of months. Oh, I really don't think about it, you know, that way. I, I'm more focused about uh, just taking the one one step at a time. So right now, I'm really just focused on the the pro day. You know, that's my that's my next the next box I need to check. So I'm just getting ready for that, and really nothing else matters other than that pro day. <laughs> that's right. Um, so I always hear weird, crazy things with the interview process, and just the weird questions like. Uh, what's your favorite color? Which, if you were you a know, tree, yeah. what kind of tree would yeah. you be? Just, Daniel weird. Sorensen was yeah. asked, okay, uh, I've got a paperclip here. What are? Uh, tell me in uh, 30 seconds is m- the most things you can think of, yeah. of what you do with this. What, yeah. what, like what, weird stuff. What's the weirdest thing that you had asked? Oh, man. I got asked a few weird things. Uh, I think one was who who's leading the uh, uh, Democratic Race. Mm, yeah. Mm. Did you answer that correctly? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Very nice. laughs> I, I was ready. You're like, not Mitt Romney. Yeah. <laughs> That's the answer. I'm That's from BYU, it. man. Yeah. What, what else were you asked that was weird? Uh, That's not that weird, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just like current. This is not football. It's current. Yeah, current yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see. What else was I asked? I was asked, I, I was asked similar questions like, like, name. This is not really that weird, but. You know, name as many defensive plays as you can in in a minute. 
and mm. so in the NFL. No, from from college. Oh, play. Oh, yeah, yeah, plays. Yeah, okay. yeah, play, yeah. Oh, yeah, defensive calls. So, gotcha. Yeah, so I just you know went as fast as I could and just busted them all out. <laughs> you could have made them up, and they wouldn't have known. That's yeah. right. That is true. That's called lying. I thought of that <laughs> at first, but he could have done it. It's not, it's not lying. <laughs> it's not lying. I mean, that, those could be Brian, a we play. Need to have a chat after. Those could be a play. They could be played somewhere else or in the future. So. You know. it, it was at BYU. It was pretty specific. Oh, he said that. Bro- it was at Bronson, BYU? Yeah. Bronson yeah. Kafusu, I didn't hear that part. I didn't hear that part. Bronson <laughs> Kafusu, cannot tell a lie, is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, top five finish in the three-cone drill and 20-yard shuttle. Uh, uh, did you expect to finish that well in those categories? I mean, you always hope to be at the top. I mean, you, I mean, you prepare like you're going to be number one, and then wherever you know, you know, wherever you fall, that's just that's where it's at. But I, I felt like I, you know, from the training and things and. Um, you know, my trainer was a great trainer, and I, I knew what I was going to get, and I felt like it was going to be. Were, were those good. numbers spot on from what you were, what you were, uh, you've been hitting uh, prior to that point? Uh, a little bit faster because I had fresher legs. Oh, okay. A okay. little bit faster because I had fresher legs. So I, I, I hear sometimes people uh, that go and train, uh, they're like, "Yeah, I ran a four three, and then they get to the combine and they run a four six. Yeah, you know, just crazy weird things like that. So I, you know. Yeah, no, that happens though because it's different at the combine, you know, laser. The laser compared to yeah, there's just different ways. Yeah. So you had a good trainer then. Yeah, I had a great trainer. Yeah, yeah great trainer. trainer. With, with 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 you finishing in the top five in, in some of those categories, uh, has there been more interest from scouts? Uh, to be honest, I don't really know. I just went there and did it and. You don't no, talk to your agent. Crazy. Your agent working yeah. all that up. You don't <laughs> yeah. talk to your agent about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just let him do his. You know, oh, let okay. him, let them handle everything, and then I just, you I just, just know what I have to do, and you just do your part. Yeah, I just do my part. Yeah. Okay. What What's it like going to the combine and knowing? Okay, there's there's a job on the line. This is a business. Like like, do, do you get nervous when you crash down for that forty? When you go to the bench, normally you're lifting in front of your teammates and whatnot, but. It's a little different. It might be on NFL Network, you know, all the drills, all of that stuff. What is that like? <laughs> um, I mean, I think for some it can get a little, you know, people get a little nervous. For mm-hmm. me, I just, I mean, it's just stuff I've been doing my whole life, you know, benching, running. Uh, now with TV cameras. Just now there's TV cameras and there's, yeah. I mean, NFL coaches and uh, scouts. I mean, everyone's there. Uh, but I'm just there doing something I've been doing my whole life. I keep reminding myself that. So I've you were comfortable this. in that situation? Yeah, I felt comfortable and prepared and I didn't really get nervous. What about the the, the other players that you were uh, competing with, or I guess uh, working out with? Um, w- did anything I guess surprise you at all when you see somebody? Hey, this kid was from Alabama or USC, and he sucked. Or like, <laughs> 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 well, I, I don't. For me, it's, I, <laughs> for me, I just think I can compete with everyone here. Right. You know, right. I line up. Uh, you know, the Senior Bowl at the Combine. I just. And I just know I can compete with anybody here. It doesn't matter what school they're from. I don't. I don't care. You got to just... give Jerem some of that swag, man. You know, that's that's. I try to teach him that. That you know, you got to be David. You got to be like, like David, man. You go up against any. But sometimes you look like Goliath. And it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like what the heck, man? You're David sitting next to Goliath here. Jeez, man. yeah. It's two different types of confidences <laughs> and swag. Bronson Kapusi is on BYU Sports Nation. Um, did, what now for you? BYU Pro Day is that kind of the next thing? Yeah, so BYU Pro Day. So uh, training, training for that, and uh, yeah, just making sure you know I'm ready for anything that you know NFL coaches toss at me when I, you know, I might, I might have some opportunities to go and uh, have workouts at their facilities and things, or yep. they might come here, and I just want to be, be prepared. Yep. What I, if the Lions draft you? 
like with Ziggy and KB, they just keep this BYU thing going. What, 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 what would going. that be like if the Lions? 2012 were? defense. <laughs> That's I think about. Which a lot of those guys are in the NFL. Yeah. Have you have you thought about that? Spencer Hadley, Alani. Was that the best? Well, well Hadley was stats wise. That was a top five defense. Top five? Your freshman year. Yeah. You top got five. back in what August, and then all of a sudden that defense was a top five defense. Yeah, it was awesome. There's some great players though. Yeah. Great, great leadership. Yeah. That was a good defense, man. 2010, we had a good defense too. But it wasn't as good There's as 12. <laughs> But it wasn't as good as 12, Brian. <laughs> there have been a lot of good defense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's the conversation like with your brother Corbin as he's become a starter again on the basketball team and they head into Vegas? Yeah, uh, man, just excited. I mean, for me, I'm really excited for him. Uh, excited to see him play. And I always, I always wanted to, you know, really, I really wanted to perform well. And so anytime, you know, he struggles, I'm always just like a little cringe. And I'm like, oh, should have swatted that or oh, bad foul, you know? But I, I know how it goes. So. Uh, you know, I'm excited for the team, and I and I hope that they you know win out down there and down there in Vegas. Would you want him to play football? Could you see him playing football? Uh, you know, I wouldn't say. I'm not gonna say anything like he's gonna play or anything, but I can see. I think he could play. I mean, he could still play. He could still play because I know he could get big. Why'd you Why'd you make that statement before you answered the question? I thought I thought that's what you were going for. Oh, oh no, 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 no! I was, you know, I think we. If just you did, recall, Goliath, he we just did a mind, a lot. we just did a mind <laughs> twist because I, you thought I, I was going there, yeah, and I wasn't. And he jumped and, you, and you, yeah, you jumped me. So then <laughs> it made me he's proactive. It came back to me, and I'm like, wait, is he is he going to play football? <laughs> yeah, what's, going on? That's what's happening? So, and, that, yeah, and just, that's yeah, that's still a question for him. I, I don't know that it's like 100 percent basketball. Yeah, we'll we'll see, right? Breaking news, you heard it. <laughs> he could do it. He could do it. Do you he think Kelly Olynyk, who's on the Celtics, former Gonzaga guy, do you think he still remembers you? Like he, do you think occasionally he gets hit hard and he thinks about the, the play in the Merit Center? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like he wakes up in the middle of the night. Exactly. Right. About Colts Bronson, sweat, Kifusi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Well, it's been fun to watch you uh, at the Combine. We look forward to uh, you know, BYU Pro Day, and uh, we give you the karma for the BYU Pro Day. So you can run. Oh, God. Trust me, man. He's not in. Trust me, He's not in. He's not in. He's not in, dude. In this situation, I'm not Bob. But I'm not Bob. He's not a Bob, man. Bronson, best. You are. You lost two letters. We started this. You were a Bob. And then you rate, You lowered your seat. And that became, you became B-O. And then now you're a B. It's like reverse pig. <sighs> Let's not give Brian access to the building. This time. <laughs> <laughs> Bronson, best of luck with everything. We appreciate the Thank time. Thank you. Brian, you appreciate can come it. back too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. Bronson, Kavusi, everybody. It's going to be fun to see him drafted. Uh, likely the only BYU guy drafted, but hopefully we get some other guys uh, in the mix with free agent contracts. How does Taysom Hill participating in spring ball change your expectations for him? Keep the tweets coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, Jamal Williams on returning to BYU football practice the first Blaine Fowler on day one of spring football. This is BYU Sports. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio. Simulcast on BYU TV. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. You may have heard the rumors, and yes, they are true. About BYU Sport. Give me a second, man. Give it you, but you just want to lose your B, huh? You want to lose the last. You, are, you, are, you want to lose the last letter? It's, it's Let me finish. BYU Sports. and taste them up here? BYU Sports Nation is on Snapchat. Finally got it out. Sorry, everybody. I apologize for Jerem. Um, yeah, follow BYU Sports Nation on Snapchat. <laughs> Get behind the scenes access to BYU 
Sports Nation. You look tight. You want to wear this original? That's what a grandpa would do to his grandson to calm him down. You want to wear this original? Mm-mm-mm. Is that like chocolate? Good. It's like caramel? Nope. Nope. I'm a free guy, man. I like, you know, free snacks and stuff. This is free. Uh, d- deny, <laughs> denies my gift. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Caramel and chocolate. I don't know what's going on here. Hey, uh, here's today's Buick Sports Nation headlines. Spring football practice number one's in the book. Starting lineman Travis Tuiloma and Kyle Johnson will sit out spring with injury. Francis Bernard told us yesterday on BYU Sports Nation. BYU ran a four three all of practice yesterday. Interesting. And Jamal Williams spoke for the first time in the next segment. You'll hear a lot of what Jamal had to say. And uh, starting center Tijan Kroma, not at practice. Kalani Sataki says it's up to Tijan if he's going to join them in spring ball. Second-ranked men's volleyball plays a rare midweek game tonight at 7th-ranked Hawaii. The Cougars have won 30 sets in a row during the school record 10-match sweep streak. Man, that's good. Jim Fredette's 10-day contract expires today with the Knicks. Last night he made four or five free throws in three minutes of play. Not expected to re-sign with the Knicks. Track and field news, three Cougars qualify for the NCAA championships next weekend. Zach Blackham in the high jump as well as Shea Collinsworth and Shaq Walker in the 800. I'm going to put this Werther's original right over here by you. If you want it later, you can have it, Ken. Get this out of here, man. Wow. Okay. Hashtag Bob. I still got that arm, man. (laughs) I should be in this quarterback mix, too. Speaking of, let's bring in a former BYU quarterback, BYU TV analyst, Blaine Fowler on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Blaine, do you like Werther's original? No, who doesn't? <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't, Uncle. Brian. I don't, Uncle. I know, my nephew. What did, I, did I not raise you right? I don't. Like you, a, you've never introduced me to it. I blame you. you I just did. I, I gave you when you threw it off the set. Jerem, I'm not talking to you right now. I'm talking to Uncle Blaine. Uncle Blaine. I, I, I'm going to take responsibility for this that I didn't teach him about it. See, thank you. But but it's it's like semi-un-American to not you know embrace that and like it. <laughs> Well, uh, next time that we are together, you have to uh, get me some. I, I, I'll be okay I'll if you do not bring any. Gu- Usually, you buy me Starburst and and gummy worms, gummy bears, but I'll be okay if you give me some of those worthy worthers. I am usually the uncle is responsible for making the treat run, and I always go make the treat run. You know that. I'll yep, get yeah. you these this time. Okay. So I'll, awesome. bring, I'll bring them down to Vegas where they will be appreciated and not thrown away. Uh, <laughs> yes. Today's Twitter question, Blaine, is this. How does Taysom Hill participating in spring ball change your expectations for him? What do you think? Yeah, I, I was actually surprised because I thought that he – I knew he was weight-bearing, um, and my understanding was that they were really going to be cautious um, and, and just kind of – have him watch and learn to have him out actually throwing balls. And uh, I think that's a huge plus. And I think it may changes things a little bit. I think, you know, Tanner had a big advantage in this quarterback competition because he was going to get every rep and, and Taysom was just going to watch, but this definitely changes that quarterback competition. I think it puts Taysom squarely in this thing. And uh, it also tells me that he's way ahead in his rehab and you know, where his recovery is. That's fantastic news, I think. Does it really su- surprise you? Because I, when, I, when I first heard the news, I was surprised for like 2.3 seconds. And then I realized <laughs> how fast he co- he's come back from previous injuries. So to me, it's, it's kind of like, well, this is you know, kind of typical Taysom. Yeah, he's, he is a workhorse. I mean, we know that. He's unbelievably gifted just from a genetics perspective. It's, you know, and the guys that are great, great players, they're, they're gifted. We know that. Like, no matter how hard I work, 
I'm never going to run as fast as, or never even in my prime. At this age, I'm not going to run faster than a turtle without pulling my hamstring. But in, in my in my best years ever, when I was, you know, I don't know what, when you're at your prime, 22 years old maybe, no matter how hard I worked, I could never be as strong as Taysom and never be as fast as Taysom just genetically. But now he's got this ridiculous work ethic that goes along with it. That's the difference between greatness and just being really good is – the guys that genetically have it and then have crazy work ethic. And you know what? It's a rare thing. Those are the guys that are in the NBA and in the NFL. And it doesn't surprise me he's back quicker than anybody thought because I know what his work ethic is like. Yeah, we should have expected based on last year that, hey, he might be ahead of schedule. But you don't want to heap that expectation on somebody. Uh, you, and you were a guy that was in the, in the mix with guys like Jim McMahon, Steve Young, Robbie Boscobio. I had this unbelievable run prior to that. Uh, you know, Mark Wilson in the mix. What was it like to be in those spring balls and fall camps where you have all this talent and there is a QB battle and it doesn't divide the team, or does it? It's, it's hard not to divide the team, but I think the, the expectations from the quarterbacks themselves back in those days were different. When you signed with BYU back then, you know that they'd already had, like when I signed, I know that they had back-to-back NFL guys. Um, and that if you ended up being the starter there, you were going to be an NFL guy. That was what the expectation was at BYU. You, you end up being the starter, you're a first or second team All-American, you got a chance at the Davey O'Brien Award, and you're going to play in the NFL. That was what went with that job. No pressure. Right. <laughs> and so, so you knew also that they were recruiting right over the top of you. Um, not only would they bring in multiple, like Robbie Bosco and I came in the same class. I was the New York Player of the Year. He was the Northern California Player of the Year. Um, we had Eric Chris Marzik, who was the Southern California Player of the Year, that was in the class in front of us that eventually transferred. You know, you had a guy named Steve Young who we all thought was going to move to defensive back. That's what they told me when they recruited me. He was moving to defensive back, so I shouldn't worry about him. Huh. <laughs> that didn't work out. <laughs> um, and we knew they had Jim McMahon, so there's no question he was going into his senior year. Um, but the mentality was nobody's going to give me anything. I got to go out there. I'm going to be competing against the best guys there are in the country at that position. And if I win the job, I'm going to be in the NFL, but it's a tall task. That was the mentality. I I kind of hate the mentality these days that well, if I'm not the guy, then I'll just transfer someplace else. What happened to battling for the job? You know? It's wrong with this and, generation, uncle. Right, but but here's the good news. These two quarterbacks are throwback guys. They're old-school guys. That's what I love about them. I, I don't think Taysom or Tanner expect that they hand anything to them. And I can tell you this, their quarterback's coach is way old-school. Ty's going to go, hey, I've got an NFL mentality. You have two or three great quarterbacks in every team. They battle for the job. The job's not going to be won in spring. I heard him say that yesterday. And, um, you know, we'll see who's playing the best in the fall. And it's, it's an open battle. The best guy's going to be out on the field, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love that mentality, and I love that these two guys are embracing that mentality. That tells you a little bit about how mentally tough they are, and they got to go battle for it. And this competition is going to make them both better. Uncle B, I, I completely agree with everything, and I, and I think that these guys are in a, in a great place. Um, we talked about the, the quarterback um, competition when I played in 2010 with, with Riley Nelson and, and Jake Heaps, and Personally, I feel like the team was a little bit divided, uh, you know, Team Riley or, or Team, um, you know, Jake. Uh, what, what do you – do you see that happening with, with, this, with this team? And if, if so, how does the coaching staff um, uh, put it into that? I, I don't think that we're going to see that because 
I don't think there's been any promises made to either of these guys. I really believe that. And I know this staff way – this is crazy to say because I've worked with the former staff for how many years? They've been in place 11 years and I've worked with them. But the guys on this staff are very close personal friends. I know them well. And I can tell you they haven't promised either of those guys anything. So, so those guys aren't going and saying, well, when I came here they promised me this or that. Hmm. They know yeah. they have to earn it. That changes the mentality of the team. Um, and I think that that's the way Kalani set this thing up at every position. It's like I don't care whether you're an All-American. It doesn't matter whether you're Fred and Warner and Kai Nakua, who were great players who started last year, or you're a guy that didn't play. We're going into spring ball, and every job's up for grabs. That changes the mentality of everything. Everybody's battling for their job. They don't have time to worry about who's battling for the quarterback spot. And the good news on this, again, you got two guys that are both proven. Um, and I think that back in the old days when we had a, we were just a stockpile of good quarterbacks, the rest of the team were just like, well, it doesn't really matter who's going to play because they can both really play. That's a great point. You know, and so I think they're going to just go, hey, whoever they put out there, we know they're going to be great because they both are already proven talents on the field at this level. Isn't that a nice thing to have? I mean, everybody's like, what are they going to do with this problem? I'm going, man, that is not a problem that's at what, all. That's what Ty Detmer said on this very set about the situation. Blaine, great stuff. Uh, hope you're feeling better. I know you had a cold last week, and uh, we're going to see you down in Vegas tomorrow. Yep, I'm getting my voice. Can you tell my voice is a little bit back? So what, the game I did Saturday, the producer for ESPN texted me and said, Either you have a cold or you started smoking five packs a day, and I know you didn't start smoking five packs a day. So <laughs> thank goodness it's gone. Lots of games to do in the next few days. I'll see you down there. Make, sure you, right. make sure you go get a, get a tan. I'll give you some my, my suntan lotion for we'll, you. We'll okay. be inside come most back, of the day. Come, back, come back brown. Okay. <laughs> Good to talk to you guys. I miss I miss you guys, and I miss I get to see Jeremy. I don't get to see my nephew Brian, but know, next I'm, time I see him, it's Werther's Originals for my right. boy. Okay, all, all right, right I will I will try him. <laughs> I promise you. Thanks, Blaine. Right. That's Blaine Fowler on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Great stuff from Blaine. And really you talk about stuff. a guy that was in the middle of that stuff. I mean, he was trying to win the starting job. He never yeah. ends up doing that. But he's a backup to Robbie Bosco, yep. both of their junior years. I, I, I love the point that he said, these guys are battling for their jobs, too. I mean, they don't got time to, to worry about Ain't that. Ain't nobody got, got time, time for that. Was Jamal Williams ever thinking about transferring? And what did he call Taysom Hill yesterday? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan live from Studio B. Remember, if you ever miss an episode of the show, catch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern. Starting tomorrow, BYU Sports Nation will be taking the show on the road to the WCC tourney in Las Vegas. It's WCC Hoops and BYU Sports Nation together in Vegas. But wait, there is more. Sounds like an infomercial. Yeah, it's a, but yeah, wait, it's a, there's more. But hold on one second. <laughs> we will be doing a special Saturday show at 12 Eastern. Tune in for that. Yesterday, for the first time since sometime in the 2014 season, so it's been you know over a year and a half, Jamal Williams spoke with the media. You recall Jamal uh, pulled out of school uh, prior to fall camp last year. That was a big surprise for everybody. Did not play last year. That ends up being his redshirt season. He is back, and he spoke with the media yesterday. So we're going to present to you some of the best of Jamal, and we all know he, he's great with the media. We love Jamal. Mm-hmm. So here, here's the first thing. Jamal put to rest the rumors that he thought about transferring. He was always coming back to BYU. I was going to come back. Going to come back, play, finish my years here and everything, and be a mature person, you know? You got to start where you finish, and... Me, I'm always loyal to where I started, and I always come back to where I started, and I finish where I started. So 
transferring all that stuff is none of my concern. I was always going to come back to BYU and, and finish my college career here. The Kylo Ren of BYU football. <laughs> when your mom's tweets and wears, you know, BYU stuff, BYU mom. What's up, it's, Nicole? It's, How it, you doing? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that put it to rest right there. Yeah, I, that was pretty. I awesome. was just looking at her and what she was doing. Yeah, and she yeah. she was telling us the story without actually saying yeah, exactly words the whole mm-hmm. time, which was great. Everyone loves Jamal Williams, nine hundred thirty yards to become the all time leading rusher. Unless Taysom Hill has something to say about that. Mm-hmm. Jamal also said the feeling uh, of being back on the field was nice, but it wore off quickly. Well, the first practice it made it a little bit more special, you know, being away for so long and then coming back and then putting your helmet on, having fun as usual. And now I'm back into it. So now my special moment is over. And I'm back playing the football player and everything. And practices, you just got to make it, make do of it. You got to just smile and try to make the best of them. My special moment is over. It's over. <laughs> That's, it reminds me of like camp when you're excited to get to camp. Yeah. And then after like two days of practice, you have to really look yourself in the, deep down in the eye, like you're looking past your eyes into your soul to see if you really want to play this game of football. When you say camp, to me that meant scout, like scout camp as a kid or something. Oh, no, to you, I that meant camp. actual football yeah, camp. Football yeah, camp. <laughs> yeah, that was very different for the two experiences. Do I really uh, want to go scout camp? Do I really want to go to do camp I want to this year? Fire? Exactly. Me and the Weeblos this summer. <laughs> Speaking of being back on the field for the first time, Jamal breaks down the new freshman on this BYU team says he sees a lot of himself in them. I, I really like all the freshmen and all the new the new players and all. They really have energy. They just they just like me. They just a year younger, I think, two years younger, I think. So, you know, we all have the same mentality. How we going against playing against uh, football and everything? You know, energetic, having fun, not really taking it too serious. That's good. I I think that the personality that Jamal Williams injects into this team gives it some life. And yeah. and I don't know that that yeah, it would have been nice to have him last year for sure, but I'm I'm sure glad Jamal's on this schedule. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you when you look at that, but I, I think being a a role model um, for these younger freshmen on how to have fun, um, how to do things the right way, and I think it's a great story and testimony that you know he did rem- get removed from BYU for whatever reason. Uh, but then removed was able himself. To, yeah, removed himself and mm-hmm. then was able to come back, you know, take care of that and come back and show these younger guys that, hey, if, if there are things, you know, in your way or mistakes that are made, you can still clean those up and still finish strong. Future poll question is, are you more excited to have Jamal Williams back or Taysom Hill? That would be an intriguing question that I think we need to answer at That's some not point fair, in the next man. six months. That's not fair. Jamal, more Jamal Williams. With the influx of new players on the team, Jamal is experiencing a new feeling. He's not old, but he's feeling it. I feel old. <laughs> I feel old, you know? I think in April, turning 21, hey, about to be ultimate legal. You know what I mean? I'm an old man now. Finally get the number that's on your jersey. I know. I'm finally 21. I'm an old man now. Taysom's like 30. <laughs> yeah, we're just old. We're just old farts. Just still playing some college football. Just hey, old farts. I hey, never thought we'd hear, hear that phrase on BYU Sports. You know what, so that's a first. Being a senior, <laughs> being a senior, if, if you, you know, not a fifth-year L- senior. Yeah, if you're if you're not well, most of the time, if you're not LDS or if you didn't go on a mission, you are still pretty young. Oh yeah, you, you're young. I was twenty, and he's a fifth-year senior. Dude, I I was I was a little bit <laughs> late for uh, for for being a senior because I took uh, I think I took a year off of before I went to uh, junior college, and I was twenty-two my senior year. And I still had sophomores and freshmen that were older than me. 
So every time I felt oh, yeah, old, yeah. I was like, oh, psh, this guy, he, I graduated high school, like Mike Haig. I graduated high school Mike in Mike Haig was 42. Literally. I was with like, BYU. Bro, He's the you, oldest ever. What are you doing to, to continue <laughs> this, this, this career it's here? It's so right? mature, and it's yielded so many national championships <laughs> because of it. Yeah, it's been an amazing advantage. Oh, More man. Jamal Williams. Is Jamal Team Taysom or Team Tanner? We all know the answer. He's Team Ty. But he doesn't see a problem having two good quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. It's a great problem to have, actually. And it's just fun to watch. Watch him go at it and, and practicing. And it's just great competition. It's nothing, no hard feelings about none of it. It's just good moral competition. And um, I'm just grateful to have two great quarterbacks right now to go at it and see who would be number one. Speaking of Ty Detmer, he's bringing the pro-style offense back to BYU. Jamal says he's a huge fan. And why? I love the pro because it's – I don't have to be in a rush. You can just take your time and then gradually make your way up to the speed at, to, to get to full speed. And I love it all. I love powers, counters, toss. I love everything from the backfield. And it's just, it feels more comfortable than being on the side, you know? You get to see everything. You get to, you get to talk more. You get to see where the defense really is and how they really think um, they, where the play is going. And you have something completely opposite. And with this offense, it's just we have everything. It's so simple, but you can do so many options with it. I mean, we could be in strong for all of all the game, but we have all different types of plays, all different types of routes for players to go and everything. So this offense is just great. Yeah, it's it's going to be different. It's really it's a really a change of pace. And and Jamal Williams saying, "Oh, I can catch my breath." Yep. I can breathe. I think we all like the speed of the offense the past couple of years, but it's going to be a change under Ty Emmer. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think this fits a lot more of um, Jamal's style of, of play, and I think hmm. it's, a, it's a great transition for the next level as well uh, for him to showcase his skills that he can uh, play in this type of system. Jamal says there's one more benefit of the pro-style offense. It slows things down. I can breathe. I, can, <laughs> I don't have to worry about looking to the sidelines anymore, taking, looking at the pitches, anything. I mean, it was good and all. But now we get to huddle. We get to crack jokes in the huddle, take our time going to the, to the line. And then once we get up there, it's, you know, full speed. But I like it a lot. I like being back there seven uh, seven yards back, be able to look at the whole defense and, and knowing where exactly I'm going. I don't know if Jamal real, realizes there's 25 seconds on the clock, so I'm not sure how, <laughs> my, how many crack, jokes you can crack during that time. Jokes. But, uh, yeah, certainly he can breathe. It slows down a little bit. Jamal finishes uh, with this. He explains how the team mentality is different under new BYU head coach Kalani Satake. Um, I think it's – I feel like it's not as stressful as – the other years where I feel the other years were more of just people too afraid to make a mistake and if they make a mistake they know they're gonna get pulled out or something while right now first day of practice people were having fun going out there being loose and just being them and knowing if they do make a mistake they're not gonna get scouted for it and it's just the first game well not the first game the first practice and it's just a learning process so uh, I feel like everybody was coming out loose. We started out, everybody was a little quiet and stuff, but then we started getting into it while we was in practice, people making plays, having fun with each other. So um, I feel like we're more team-orientated right now. Um, offense cheering for defense, defense cheering for offense, and it's just the first day. So 
I feel like we're just going to get better from here on. Anybody that replaced Bronco Mendenhall is going to be more lax. Mm-hmm. You played under Bronco Mendenhall. So you, yep. you see the impact that, uh, you know, the change of you know, philosophy there. Yep, sense of urgency. That's just what it is. On the go, on the go. Even to Does that meetings. mean they're going to be lazy, Brian? No, no. definitely not. Definitely not. Just a, just a mentality. That's all yes. it is. Absolutely. So great to hear from Jamal Williams. I mean, how fun was that to have him back at spring ball so and fun, on man. the team? He so he he injects by himself. He injects so much energy, in so the much team. life, and he's just it's just a character, man. I mean, everything from off the field, on the field. If you hate Jamal, if you have an issue with Jamal, you there's something wrong with you. You know, that's the type of guy. That that's he our is. rhetorical question of the day. Um, I don't even know what that. And means. there's there's you know x amount of days left until we play Jamal. Apparently, I'm supposed to read this and then we play the count. Countdown to the Wildcats. Yeah, neither of us want to do this. Do you want to wear? There's a, there's a hundred. Give me. I'll try one of those. You try one. I'll now? try one. Of okay. Those. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer's yeah. not here to do the countdown okay. or Jason Chip. All right. I, I did it. Try. I know I did it yesterday. It was spring ball number one. But yeah. Hey, mm. coming up, Jim Ertman's volleyball game day. You got a Werther's in now, and it's the latest women's ho- yeah, you like it, and the latest women's hoops bracketology in the Cougar Whip round. It's coming up. I can dig it, man. Yeah, I can do it. Why would you throw the other one off? Now we got someone else go, to pick that. Up. Are you gonna pick, pick that up? Go pick yeah, it up. Yeah, I, no. UAU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Future guests live from Vegas. Paul Sabin, ESPN's analytics specialist, to break down BYU's chances to win out in Vegas. Jeff Toriel, who is with West Coast Conference, we love Jeff. He helps us a ton down there. And Kyle Collinsworth on Friday. We both have the Werther's original going still. That's good, man. I you like ap- it? I apologize, yeah. Kind of feel bad for Uncle B because, you know, we have these bonding experiences like this. So I guess maybe you know, that can make us cousins We now. can have a bonding cousins. experience. Cousins. 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 Cu- what's up, cousins? Cousins don't shake hands. Cousins got a hug. Yep, that's an that's adapted right. quote. Mm. Today's mm-hmm. Rise and Shouts brought to you by Dexter <laughs> and Dexter. Dexter.com. Go to Taysom Hill. He was out there. He was practicing. It was great to see. And Jamal Williams. Fun to see him as well. Today's elite tweet has nothing to do with our Twitter question. It's from at P underscore Norton. Well done at Jerem Jordan. Best BYUSN countdown yet. That's I love it. P. Norton, you're the man. Hey, thanks to our guests today. Fun stuff with Bronson Kafusi and Blaine Fowler. We'll see you live tomorrow from Las Vegas, baby. Wish I was coming in there.